Welcome to Speed Movie Minute, the podcast where we break down the 90s action classic Speed one minute at a time. Always trying to stay above 50. I'll be your SWAT officer, Roger Wistar. And I'm the wildcat behind the wheel, Bentley Michaels. It's Wednesday, Bentley. It's hump day. Woohoo! Hump day. Hey, last Wednesday was my birthday. Wow. You, I know. You you look really good for 29. Hey, thanks, bud. <laughs> This is minute 13 of Speed. Uh, This minute starts with Jack and Harry arriving on the roof. Mm -hmm. And it ends with Mac demanding urgently to get the money now. Yeah, the GD money now. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. That is true. All right, (laughs) Bentley, you had notes from last minute. I've got a lot of notes from this minute. Uh, I've got a lot of notes. All right, good. Well, tell you what, before we get to that, why don't you half a page? Why don't you uh, like a professional? Why don't you snow job me again on uh, oh, gross. quiz hotshot? Uh, so here we go. Here is our question uh, from our last, the end of last episode. What language does the word hostage come from? Even if you don't know the answer, just make an educated guess. You'll probably get it right. I mean, hostage. Um, just say it out loud a couple of times in different accents, hostage, and you'll figure it out. Hostage. Hostage. <laughs> Hostage. I, I'm going to acquiesce to not say anything. Oh, you have to guess. Come on. You're going to let your streak end with no guess? 100% I'm going to let because wow. I, I what don't if I know. Said, what if I said what language does the word ostage come from? I have no idea. All right. It's French. Okay. Hostage mm-hmm. comes from the French. Uh the first three languages I would have guessed would not have been French. So I'm glad I didn't guess. <laughs> just out of curiosity. I'm, so I just have a quick follow-up question to that for you. Um, besides this one, of course, what is your like next favorite movie with hostages in it? My next favorite uh, hostages. I would probably... <laughs> The first one that came to mind, because I don't know how many hostage movies I've seen, but the first one that came to mind is JCVD. Oh, really? I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it's great. Of course, Jean-Claude Adam here to talk about a hostage movie. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies I've ever done as far as <laughs> hostage movies goes. I don't know. Maybe I kick butt. Maybe I did not. Do I do the split? Tune in to find out. Of course you do. <laughs> I'm sure the second that you start naming, I'm like, oh, that movie and that movie and that. Movie. But like, if you're like, I mean, I'm not going to name a bunch of them. I think one of my favorite hostage movies is uh, Inside Man, that Spike Lee movie with uh, Denzel Washington up against Clive Owen. Oh yeah. right! Oh this yeah! This ain't no. This ain't no bank robbery. Oh yeah, no, that is a really good movie because it's really got a great twist movie. and like yeah, for sure. I always love movies with twists, like like the movie like Ocean's Eleven, like the fact like when they do the thing and then they go back and it's like a rewind and they go, now we're gonna re-explain the thing. I always like movie like I love heist. You movies. must have loved the movie Clue. Never seen it. Oh, it's a comedy. Cool never seen it you would you would enjoy that movie you know clue is the one uh, surely you've you know the board game i've played 
Okay, so there's this movie Clue from the 1980s. I know. Where I know what it is. They, do you know it has multiple endings? Yes. Okay. Add it to the list. You got it on your list in your notes? We've got quite the list going already in, in week three. Let me start. Can I start with our first note here? Because I, I feel like I, I've been deputized. You're our audio expert. I'm our location scout. And this is definitely, this is Vertigo Minute of the Week. This is where we actually get up on top of a building. Um, so just remember, this is the gas company tower. But we get a really nice shot of Los Angeles here. And in particular, yep. I just want to point out there's this these two brown buildings that they kind of run past that you see on the other side of the gas company tower. And I'm pretty sure that this is something called City National Plaza. Uh, and the way I know it is that it used to be called Arco Plaza. And if you watch this movie real carefully, you can see the word Arco um, on the side of the building. And I only have one other fact. It's a little sad. So I'm going to bring the podcast down a note, depend on you to bring it back up again. Um, this, These two buildings, they're seven, about 700 feet tall. Uh, and for a long time, they were the tallest twin towers in the United States until they built the World Trade Center. And now, unfortunately, there's, they are, once again, the tallest Twin Tower uh, office buildings in the United States. I know. Yeah, I saw those buildings in the background. Those aren't the ones that I was looking at. And maybe it's in tomorrow. No, they're not the ones you were talking about last week. Interstate Bank, that was at the top of one of the buildings. And it was like one of the biggest banks in the, you know, at the time or whatever. Um, my notes start with roof. 53 SWAT great sunset they're shooting at the you know they're shooting at the 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 correct hour uh more great gun work uh as far as like people trying to find people and then clear clear i love that they're actually shooting on top of a uh a, 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 of a skyscraper because like you know you see so much of the city also, what I found about uh, interesting about this is that it's smog Angeles. Oh my gosh, there's so much smog in this minute. Yeah, it's the like there. There's the like that around that four o'clock to six o'clock, depending on where you are. That's like the magic hour. They call it the magic hour because the sun is starting to set, and it's just like this amazing glow. But in here. With Smog Angeles, you kind of always have like the magic hour, <laughs> you know, like of like what they're shooting and, and that sort of stuff. You see Keanu up on the thing, you know, he's running across and you see like all of the, the buildings and the houses and everything else, you know, Los Angeles in the background. So you actually know he's really high up. Like it's it's an actual shot, which is great. When I first moved to Los Angeles when I was uh, going to music school, uh, I smoked cigarettes. And I was like, I'm going to stop smoking because of the smog and the, the traffic and whatever. And I didn't smoke the first week I was down there. And I still got a sore throat because, like, of how dirty the air was when I was there. Yeah, this this minute alone makes me not want to live in Los Angeles. Like I, I can just like see my ass. <laughs> but I do love the line, uh, you know, getting the, getting the, uh, the action moving again, Jack, the young guy always thinking, we'll just take it out of the equation. Also, what a great delivery by Keanu Reeves. It's classic Keanu 
and you don't think it'll like, oh man, like we're gonna blah, blah, blah. He's just like, no, we're just gonna take it out of the and you're like, heck yeah, Keanu. We're gonna take it out of the equation, man. And then it cuts to a winch. Yeah, I, I've discovered going through the minutes so far in this movie that Keanu Reeves does really well when he doesn't have to like he does really well with his lines when he doesn't have when the when the words do the work for him. Uh, like when they when they give him a good line like that, he does a great job. If he has to spin it and add emotion to it, that's when things tend to go wrong for him. A lot of the movies around here, Jurassic Park had a winch. Like that, there always seems to be like this things with like you know movies in certain area eras where it's like we need this, we need that. You know, Speed has a winch. Jurassic Park, we got to have a winch, but it's on a car. You know, for the for the spitter scene, you know, movies use tropes and, uh, uh, you know, but also during this entire time as Jack's doing stuff, he he is chewing gum like a mofo. It's a very conveniently placed crane. So I'll I'll give the, the makers of this movie credit. So two things. This is. This crane is supposed to be the crane for the window washers. Oh. And as much as you couldn't pay me enough to be Keanu Reeves in this scene, can you imagine being an an external window washer on a 700-foot-tall building? Like, no thank you. And second, this crane really exists. If you Google the gas company tower, like, this crane is there. <laughs> there is a crane on top of the gas company building that no looks kidding. like this. They didn't make this up for the movie. Obviously, wow. Obviously, this is like the the crane that they show here is not the real crane because they're about to rip it off its foundation. But they didn't make up the crane on top of the gas company building. It's really there. Bentley, what's your next note? I I have like Jack is chewing gum as he feeds the line to Harry through a convenient vent because it seems like a vent that would go to an elevator shaft. For movie making. (laughs) And then we hear the audio sounds of that that wire that. And I love the boldness of Jack just being like, well, hold it. And Jack's just like, yeah, it'll hold. And it's like, he doesn't know that. Harry's the skeptic. Jack is always confident that his plan will work. Yeah. But 100%, he doesn't know that. And so, like, you know, it's like maybe hopes and dreams. My next and final note is Mac, again, walks in like he starts from behind somewhere and he walks into frame. And as I wrote it, he walks into his lighting because you see this a lot with television shows and especially where they walk in and it's just their face almost like a like a raccoon like lighting like just like a strip like across their eyes and above their mouth and everything else is dark but like the 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 you know like the middle part where like the eyes and the nose and the mouth would be lit up that's what's lit up and he just walks into frame and he's like something with gd money now like i didn't write down the whole line but you know, like the thing we said earlier do you feel like lighting. that's do you feel like that's the sign of good cinematography or not so good cinematography. I think at the time it was something that wasn't necessarily being done a lot in movies because like if you go back and watch Terminator 2 
and you watch how that movie is shot and you look at the lenses and you see the things and you, all the action shots, any episode of a CW show like Arrow or Flash or whatever, they every single episode, they have at least half of the shots from Terminator 2 in it. Terminator 2 is a master class, of course. Like, it's just become the way that action is shot now. People walking into those lights, like, I see it all the time on television shows. You see it all the time, whether it's drama or action or whatever. Yeah, and the other thing, too, I would, uh, I'm going to give Jan Debont and Andre Barkoviak, uh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that. Give them the bennies. Um, Jan Debont says on the director's commentary that, you know, they they kind of wanted this movie to have almost a documentary feel to it. Sure. As though there was just sort of like they were just trying to make it look as realistic as possible. Wow, that's interesting. Maybe instead of lighting it up like a movie set, they just decided to use kind of as much of the natural light in that scene as possible. And that's just kind of the way that things shook out. They're on the roof of a building at this point. Like, I mean, you kind of have to. Well, not the scene with Mac. Well, not, no, sorry. Yes. Not with Mac. They can say that, but I don't believe that for a second. Like that, that is like, <laughs> you think of like a door, the Explorer swiper, like the raccoon mask, they walk into frame and all of a sudden it's just like the middle part of their face is lit up and it, yeah, it happens all the time. So I don't believe anything that Jan Dubois has to say. <laughs> oh, you slag out our director like that. Yeah, I don't believe him. He's a liar. Fair enough. Take that. Hey, hot take on minute 13. <laughs> well, I won't tell him that you said that. And Roger, please don't, because I, I'm looking to go to his Christmas party, and I'm like, I don't want, I don't want him to know what I was saying about him. His, his commentary <laughs> is not super interesting. I'm going to save, save you all the trouble. I got to listen to this commentary before, like, uh, we record next the next week's episodes because, like, you constantly talk about it, and it sounds wild. It's like a way less entertaining Werner Herzog. <laughs> that's amazing. That's that's my read on the Jan de Bont commentary. Uh, what else? You got anything else? I got nothing. What do you have, sir? Not too much else. I mean, if 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 we're keeping time, and they they talk about time a lot in this section of the movie, so I guess maybe someone should be paying attention to it. Harry tells us that they have six minutes left, which means all of their goofing around in the elevator shaft took seventeen minutes, and now mm. they have six minutes left. That's all. I yeah, because they had twenty three minutes, and then it was just like. But I mean, if they're going from, because what were they at? They were level 31, 32, and then they went all the way up to 53. Probably took them a couple of, you know, took them a couple of minutes. And you got you to gotta chew all that gum. How many sticks is he popping? He's like, Harry, sorry. New stick. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, all not right. stick. It's, remember, it's a pouch, Bentley. It's a pouch. I I have a pop quiz for you, and this is, oh, I'm so excited! This is going to be one of these questions where you're going to have to just kind of let your swag principles, not your SWAT principles, your swag principles, work for you. Let's see how you do with this question. So we talked about uh, how the these two other buildings we looked at uh, this in this minute were about 700 feet tall. So mm-hmm. I, I'll give you plus or minus 100 feet. 
how tall I also told you that the gas company building that we're on is the fifth tallest building in Los Angeles. How yeah. tall within a hundred feet is the tallest building in Los Angeles? Oh, farts. <laughs> wow. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to nudge our way back to back to 50%. Speed two at 13 miles an hour is coming back into your peripheral where you're the winner and I'm the loser. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us on Speed Movie Minute. Please subscribe, rate and review on your podcast app of choice. If you do so, maybe I'll uh, read your review and give you a shout out on the show. If you want to interact with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at Speed Movie Min or send in all your thoughts, queries, you know, anything else you got at speedmoviemin at gmail.com or join our Facebook group at Bus2525. We're going to keep the conversation going there every single episode. If you're an exclusive Spotify listener or if you just want to go to our anchor page, you can play along with our Pop Quiz Hot Shot trivia every single day. And we're going to have a leaderboard. And the winner is going against me, Bentley Michaels, in which speed trivia. Roger, he's getting after it. He's he's cultivating so many things. How tall is a building? How many wheels does a bus have? Who knows? Be the winner and go against me, and we'll find out how many wheels on the bus go round and round. All the links are below in the show notes. We will be back tomorrow with more Speed Movie Minute. But until then, and in the immortal words of Sam the Bus Driver, this ain't no bus stop.